Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, you had to be there, the crappy quiz, and a slight tangent. Get you going that little if you bit. Say to Anger it. is a great ah, motivator. Yeah. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. Hurling on Off the Ball with Board Gosh Energy. Proud sponsors of the Senior Hurling Championship. James. It was quite a reaction in the press box on the full-time whistle there. Yeah, I don't think I was um, I was very neutral, to be honest, Jonathan. I think I probably showed my true colours as I am wearing at the minute, but it was just probably nearly for myself as a, as a supporter, a release of emotion, because I suppose from two weeks ago, <clears throat> we came from a very poor position uh, in the game to get back to a winning position, lost in the circumstances we did, and then today, being, I think, seven or eight points up, the next thing the clock was back to a draw game and it was you know it was, it was worrisome at stages but then the boys did excellently well even though we missed, missed some opportunities at the end but then to close out the game with the man that did it was fabulous really have seen the opposite ends of the sporting spectrum from Galway supporters in the last couple of weeks say. yeah like, I, I suppose I was just thinking coming down on the care like it's been a tough month for Galway supporters with the minors getting beaten you know the seniors losing the Leinster final uh, the footballers getting beaten by Armagh etc so you're kind of going, going into today's game with, with, with hope as opposed to expectancy but I, I thought they performed brilliantly you could see from the very off in the warm up and in the first five minutes there was serious intent on their on their, uh, their tackling their aggression just the body language was even, was even excellent and uh I think fair, fair juice them. They got themselves over jam many of the time today, and uh, they were full full value for the victory. They should have probably won by a lot more. We should have probably had probably three goals in the game, if not more. I think there was something like eighteen wides and five goal opportunities missed. So it's great to come away from a game with with things to work on and having a victory behind your back. I think everybody, joking aside, expected to be very even encounter, and maybe for 15-20 minutes it was that. It was a point swing back and forth, six points apiece. The sides level six times. Exactly, and you were hoping that we just we'd, we'd stick with stick with them because I, it was the kind of a game whereby it was, you know, it's finally balanced. And if a goal went in either end, you could, could turn the game entirely. But again, once the opportunity started rising on, on the in the first half, you could feel there was a sense that Galway were, were on top and that they were on top on merit. Not just had a purple patch, but were on top on merit. They were open up Tipperary. Conor Whelan absolutely skinned Cahill Barrett inside out, which is probably not a thing that's been said very often. Cahill Barrett is a fantastic cornerback, but Whelan just Whelan's just been honoured the last two games and. Like, yeah, I do always say if, if we're going to go anywhere with Galway Conor Whelan has to be a mainstay he has to be coming away with 1-4, 1-5 every day and that's what he's doing and the caveat to that performance is for large periods particularly in the first half he's just chasing his head you know, he's almost getting a sore neck from balls just being horse left right and centre unwinnable balls yeah and it's, it's very taxing too because if you watch the way they're <clears throat> at times they play you know those balls coming from 70-80 yards and they're, they're being asked to run across the pitch 70-80 yards they have to get onto a ball and like, there's only so much of that you can do repetitively and there's times there where it's like he's like a lone as I say a soccer number 9 or number 10 where he's up there by himself and it's, it's very very taxing and it's a lot to ask of and you can see at the end of the game for a person who's as fit as Kevin Cooney and, and Conor Whelan they were just they were just taxed you know they were, they were gassed after all the run they did but fair to them because even the people that came in Jason Flynn, Flynn when he came in he's been excellent since he came in every, every day this year first thing he does is get a turnover and we get a point of it that's a huge contribution for, for any sub coming in so I think all we have they've certainly righted the wrongs of last week or two weeks ago excuse me but they have a lot more to do 
It's no surprise that from an attacking perspective, you've Whelan from play and Nyland from freeze, and that kept Galway ticking over in the first half. Some of Nylands, you'll see it, what, 7-8 freeze in the end, but there's some long-distance ones there as well. Not even the first one he got, it was 45 over on the left wing. Yeah. He was on it today, and Galway needed him. Uh, he was on it, and down here at pitch side, you could see, even you and I were struggling to determine which way the breeze was going. So for a, a, a free-taker here, it's difficult to ascertain when you look with the, even the flags, which way the direction is going to, to have allowances, but it's great to have confidence in free taker knowing that when he steps over the ball, there's a 95% chance he's going to score it. So like Evan right now is up there with the best free takers in the country. He's up there with TJ. He's up there with Aaron Galen. And it's super for Galway because you know that when we get an opportunity from a free, regardless of where the position is within 65s, there's a strong chance of going over the bar. Character of Galway's side was obviously going to be shot after the manner of the defeat to get Kenny. A couple of sucker punches t- tip with a couple of changes turn the screw in the second half but Galway always seemed to get a score back at vital moments yeah but we were the maker of our own downfall like there's no tip didn't open us up at all if we're f- to, to be truthfully honest we should have won this game by 10 points you know with all the opportunities we had and the wise we had it was we're all over them and we just weren't making enough opportunities so again that's what we said about working on but in, in essence tip did great to come back and we, you could expect you could feel it like we're up there in the press box and you could feel tip were going to try and, and launch an attack at the crowd behind them that the whole tip chant was coming uh, but look we notified it. Have you got the hay done? The, t- the tipper bet is the hay done? <laughs> the hay is, how are you lads? <laughs> the hay is done since last week. I was just saying to someone, it's great to have two in the bales to draw in. There's loads of thinking time. <laughs> loads of thinking time, which is dangerous for me at times. But the hay is done, tipper bet, let's move on to Limerick. You're sitting in the fancy Limerick seats here uh, in the Gaelic grounds. That's a big ask. Like the, the parameters that Henry Side stepped up from the Leinster final up another couple of suitcases or staircases after is required now yeah I think there's been I suppose contrasting forms coming into Crow Park Limerick uh, haven't been beaten in Crow Park in a long time I think probably the last time they've been beaten in Crow Park would have been the, the Kilkenny semi-final of 2019 that's a long time ago and the last time we won a game barring a Wex a Lynch semi-final was a 2017 in Ireland so you know, our form in Crow Park hasn't been hectic, so but it's, it's, again, it's a great opportunity because we come in as underdogs, obviously, but there's a great battle in the Galway team. Like they're never they're never beaten by ten points. They're always within every single game. Like regardless of what game they play, whether it be the draw in the group game in Kilkenny, the draw against Dublin, like they, they have bad patches, but they'll always be there. So that's that's great to go to Crow Park in two weeks, knowing that we'll be in the fight. It's just can we deliver a couple of knockout punches to Limerick and see if we progress one step further. As the sun beats across on top of you there, it's like a, a Galway sunshine. The other end of the shadow John Kiley watching on no doubt today is he going to be overly concerned what obviously Declan Hannan is the big yeah. big moment or from, from his side how concerned is he going to be watching on with that Galway performance today I don't think he's very concerned at all I think to be honest when he, when he assesses his team's performance over the last five or six years it's very easy to look at it and say 12 finals and 12 wins you know they've come away with with, with four or five at Ireland's four, three or four leagues five months it's, it's, it's a fabulous record and it's fully deserving and I think he's I think John Kiley and Canuck they have great faith in their panel and deservedly so because they've, they've won all around them in fairness and they, they deserve to be at the level they're at in terms of the way the public talk about them being, being an obvious number one and that's exactly what they are they're an obvious number one and they're not there by accident they're there on merit and they're there on sustained merit which is very hard for a team to, to, to keep going for, for the period they have and they've done it with the team the same team over the number of years so, so again you, you, they've been to war they've won the wars and it's just the next team up now is, is us and uh, we haven't won too many wars in, re- in recent times but look at what, what, a, what a chance and what a game to look forward to any hope at all if we keep it in 10 points we'll be doing well <laughs> say that with a straight face the early game from today then uh, scoreline blew it out of the park on the way but like your old manager that you went to war with got over the line 
he'd be pleased enough with aspects of the first half where they created a lot of havoc today I suppose a much changed clear defence yeah it was and in fairness bearing a probably a three and a half four minute spell before half time I think they conceded two three without reply um, Dublin were right in the game and they had loads of opportunities there because the, the ball that was being delivered into the full forward line they were getting plenty plenty of guys on to it weren't exactly creating Sorry, they were creating, but they weren't executing. They weren't uh, very, very efficient. Which against a team who was the perceived better, you need to take those opportunities. And, and conceding two, three, and also losing Dolan Burke, like it's it's an it's not it's a mammoth task. Like lo- losing Dolan Burke to Dublin would be the same as losing a Shane Donnell and Tony Kelly for Clare. So that that's that can't be underestimated either. And they, they stayed in the fight, but just when when you concede. Two, three, like that, nine points in essence, right? Right before half time, it's a knockout blow, and it's, it's very hard for a team, any team at all, regardless of who you're who you're playing for. Very hard to come back from that kind of uh, that kind of period for half time. Weakness seemed to be running out of the way to describe it. Tony Kelly, masterclass again. Three, four from play. Three, four from play. He's like the, the, the great thing about great players is they're always in the right spot, and he's in the right spot. He's he's such a penetrative runner. Uh, it's like when he gets the ball the 40 yards out anything can happen regardless of how many opposition defenders are in front of him and he's just been he's been a fabulous player over the last number of years a fabulous ambassador for the sport and he's continuing to grow it's like he's not even with the age like he's if you remember he was hurled of the year in 2013 here we are 10 years later still doing the business fantastic hurler and one of those players second minute of the game he gets the ball maybe 50 yards out and I turn to you and say this is going to be a goal you're right because it's like the, the Red Sea parted and it's just you can see the way the, the tipper or not the, the, the Dublin backs were being moved by the clear the clear forwards and I thought it was very very sharp the way they set up they set up set up very narrow so that as soon as an attack formed whether Fitzgerald or Taylor or Kelly it opened up and there was loads of opportunities clever play I won't say it's a move off the training ground but it's certainly a tactic or a way a way they operate that uh, that I, I, I would certainly think Derek Ling would have something in his uh, armory for that Talk about some enthralling games we've had in the Monster Championship this this year to date, but yeah. the semi-finals are just stacked now, aren't they? Stacked, and I think is the same same pairings last year, isn't it? I think so. Same pairings last year, and that hasn't happened in a while, probably seven or eight years. But again, we, we got treated to two two games last year. One of them was as George was a, a null affair with Kilkenny and Clare, and the one against Galway and Limerick was it was an excellent, excellent affair. But it's going to be different this year. Like no two years are the same, and Clare are going to come back now with serious bite. Again, their record in Crow Park isn't hectic over the last number of years. Um, it's, it's you struggle to think how many games they've won since they won the last All Ireland. So they, they have plenty of motivation. And as of Kilkenny, it's like it's in the water down there. No matter what young lad comes into that team, there's always going to be a huge work ethic, a huge hurling ability, a huge intent for victory and it's just it sets it up for a massive task um, for both teams to get over each other and again us as Hurling fans it's great to look forward to I'll put you on the spot now in the shining sun as a couple of people walk back who's going to be in the final uh, clear I'm <laughs> sure <laughs> where are you going with the white shoes and the suit <laughs> your former teammate Joe Cannon passing by yeah, he always has something to say doesn't he yeah <laughs> Um, if I was to call it this moment in time, I, it's it's hard not to it's hard to look past clear to be honest. I think with the, with the way they, that last year went and and the manner in which they they got beaten, I think they've they've a lot of wrongs to right, and I think they're well positioned to do so. And then in the other semi final, not sure if we have a chance at all. We'll wait and see. But it's uh, Limerick are the clear favourites. And uh, lastly, straight back home, no blowing the horns, going past the border into tip now. No, I'll go home now like a Cheshire cat. <laughs> sitting and just, I'll sit in silence and just be happy. Um, no, I was content. Like it was, it was a very hard game to call prior. And I think that's for obvious reasons because we're so tightly matched. 
Um, and I suppose statements I made in the hurling pod during the week <clears throat> set me up for a nice bit of how do I say correspondence from the Tipperary people and that's great that's all part of sport too so I'm, I'm quite content that we're going home with the victory Look forward to Monday night. You believe you're in uh, club action? You have a small matter of a, yeah, we, a league final. We have a league final tomorrow against Lockray, the old enemies. Um, so that'll be back to club action. So it's very. Uh, hopefully now we'll have Gerlath, who's who's on the panel here at Galway. I doubt we'll have Liam. Uh, another good battle, hopefully. And then uh, we'll have to defer the hurling pod until Monday because I doubt I'd be in <laughs> a good state Sunday evening. Please God. A league final and Galway beating Tip. That's quite a combination. And of course the hay brought home. And the hay saved. So again, all things are looking well. Connor, it's a hell of a different emotion than a couple of weeks ago. Ah, yeah. Look, I don't think we're getting too too carried away. We've we've not won yet. Uh, look, at we're into the next stage, and that's it. Um, you know, there's there's four weeks this championship left. Our our semi-finals in two weeks, and that's all that our focus is on now. So look, at we'll we'll just set it down tonight, recover, and uh, and get ready to go go again. Galway tip games are all as close, and it certainly was that in the first half. Yeah, look, at it's topsy turvy stuff. Margins are fine, and it's uh, it's knockout hurling, and I suppose you know. Oh, that's that's where you want to be and uh, you know we were very disappointed two weeks ago but perspective is everything we're still in it and uh, look we'll just kick on again If you were disappointed with a goal, couple of goal opportunities before half time went away you must have been ever so delighted to get the one just after half time Ah yeah look at that's the nature of the beast I think you know it's the same as Premier League strikers you have chances uh, some days they go for you and some days they don't and just don't dwell on it too much and uh, you know look at in fairness to the lads they kept on hitting me and uh, you know I think the boys stepped up in the end as well so that's huge Great to get over the line and a huge battle now against Limerick Yeah a massive test against Limerick now in two weeks time so look at we'll, we'll enjoy this and move on Yeah no we were hoping it was going to be a battle because obviously we, we saw Tipperary last weekend and we've seen them in the Munster Championship and uh, they've been explosive so we wanted to make it tight and gritty early doors and try and push on from there and uh, you know obviously we were we were a little bit uh, shaken after the last performance I wouldn't say the last performance the last 30 seconds of that Leinster final so you're always wondering but um, I think they turned it into a battle but you know they were deserving winners I felt and they had the opportunities and it's a pity we didn't get a couple more goals Yeah I mean that resilience though must have pleased you because even when Tip came back and you know at times that can be a hard stage of the game to cope with that your guys really showed that those battling qualities and, and you know to, to force the win yeah no and I suppose you know it, the goal itself for Tipperary was a you know an error on our behalf so as I said that can knock you but to be fair our bench came on Tom Monaghan was obviously dropped from the Leinster final and Tom got a brilliant score so it's uh, it's just that's, that's what you look for in teams so it's uh that was, yeah, you'd be very happy with that. You know, I said it to the lads that look at half time, they were in good form in there. But it wasn't because they were absolutely brilliant in the first half, it was because they were just, just that grit and that resilience, as you said, was very, very evident. And they were backing each other up and they were supporting each other and encouraging each other. I felt that was very strong all night. Um, you know, you mentioned the goal chances, opportunities you had, um, a, a high, wide tally as well. So they are things when you come out of a game like this to focus on. And and home in on and work on ahead of a, of a big game. Yeah, but you have to get the basics right. And I think that, as you said, the group itself and the group environment after the Leinster final was very, very strong and they've bounced back very well. And as I said, I said it to a few of the other reporters, last Friday night we went down to Ennis and we played, um, you know, our panel members played Claire's panel members. And uh, it was very strong that night that, you know, our group was not lying down. We're going to back the lads and going really behind it. And, and that 
followed through into the Sunday's training and you kind of had a feeling all week and knew that they were going to come out and perform whether that was going to be good enough or not we weren't quite sure but I think that that um, that just that want and desire was very strong after the Leinster final you know, I even heard a few kind of maybe supporters or, or the press that, you know, upstairs saying, you know, I've never seen Tip as bad. But was it more a case of you didn't let them get into the stride that we've been used to seeing them? Yeah, I, I think there was definitely some of that, you know, and Tip will probably feel that they didn't perform to the level they well, but that's some of the, that is down to the opposition as well. So I, I feel that. Uh, we probably frustrated them a little bit and we obviously played the game I think on our terms a little bit and that's what we wanted to do and said about doing so from that point of course everything goes out to do the same thing so it's uh, yeah but I'm just happy and obviously coming down the finishing straight it was very tight they don't make it easy on us after the Leinster final but I, I never felt that that was going to happen again and uh, just delighted to get the win and we can enjoy this evening and obviously a big job ahead of us a big task ahead of it but it's great to be there Henry, is a case of local derby. You've touched on character a couple of times, but is that nearly the most important thing, just to roll up your sleeves, particularly after the result that you had? I don't want it to get lost that, that it was just that, you know, because to be fair, I think some of our hurling was very crisp and, and very exciting. And I said there was goals on chaps, some of the hurling. Um, there was other parts of it was very, very pa- patchy. But I said if we can stitch more of that together, and I'm hoping the lads will take good belief out of tonight. You know, that was a difficult challenge for them, and they met it front, head on, and uh, they've come out the right side of it. If the first quarter was a bit of a chess match I think it was level six times it was a point back and forth back yeah. and forth you put the foot down just before half time maybe even were a little disappointed that you weren't further in the lead absolutely and it felt like that you know I know we were, I think it was three at that time but it probably felt like it was a six or seven point game at, at half time but obviously we got the goal after after that and it just gave us that bit of a cushion to hold on to and I, I think we felt the line a little bit obviously the concession of the goal hurt us a little bit but um, yeah no I, I thought that that second quarter was very very strong even the third quarter it was like you know like your Kenny teams of old every time they got a big moment there was a Galway come down and got a you know big score Tom Cowan got a few there was a couple of big swings like that yeah no I think the Tom Monaghan's point after uh, the goal obviously was a, was a pivotal score for us because it just kind of yeah we're, we're back and stuff like that and, but I think that that resolve was within the squad all during the game so uh, it was just brilliant for us going to need that and probably buckle us more now for the next yeah. one yeah absolutely you know so I'm, I'm getting weary now after all the interviews but it, it is because you know we're facing the dominant team of hurling over the last number of years who everyone has looked up to and admired from afar to be fair and it's it's a wonderful opportunity for us to go up and we know who's going to be the favourites but it's a great opportunity for our lads to really attack it and go at it and um, yeah we look forward to that and lastly very quickly Galway supporters they love a victory sport is all about enemy you can see the emotion afterwards players supporters everyone to get one over the old enemy is great as well I just want to I think the connection between the players and supporters is growing I think it's a little bit to go but I think if the players can give them that energy I think that the connection is getting very strong and it's uh, you know I didn't realise that obviously the football tomorrow and hurling today it's uh, it's very difficult in the Galway supporters but they're doing a wonderful job and uh, we really appreciate their support again tonight here Hurling on off the ball with Board Gosh Energy, proud sponsors of the Senior Hurling Championship.